Welcome to your midweek pick-me-up. This is Mind, Body, Purpose with April Judd and Michelle Stevenette. Each episode provides three tangible ways to improve your life. One to nourish your mind, one to connect to your body, and one to live in your purpose. This is where you find confidence to go so you can have confidence to be. We're so glad you're here. Well, hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast. It's Michelle Stevenette and April Judd here. Hey, welcome. We're so happy you're here. Okay, today we are going to be talking about courage. (laughs) Courage. Courage. Today we're going to be talking about courage. Deepening our discomfort. For saying the word courage. Very good example right here. Super uncomfortable saying that, apparently. Okay, so why is having courage uncomfortable? Well, it doesn't, it doesn't feel very good. So last week we talked about another emotion that doesn't feel very good usually, which is empathy. And this week we're talking about courage. Courage is actually really scary. And that's why we often don't do things that require um, courage because like, nobody wants to like, choose to feel uncomfortable and afraid, right? No. And courage is the antidote to fear, and fear is uncomfortable. So really, you're replacing one uncomfortable emotion, which is fear, with another uncomfortable emotion, which is courage. But this is the one thing that I remember learning that I love so much, is that fear, just like the feeling that when you have fear in your body, um, and then if you think about what that feels like, and then you think about what excitement feels like, they're actually kind of similar. And this is why you know, people tend to love things like roller coasters or haunted houses or whatever because you kind of get that scare, but then it's sort of exciting. And so the idea is to be able to shift in some way your your fear into maybe some excitement because that helps to kind of move into some courage in doing things. Yes, we're going to come right back to that in one of our takeaways. So remember that, that fear and courage, excitement, all can kind of be related. Yeah. Fear and excitement, courage. So all coming back together. April did a survey on uh, Instagram. Yep. And we were kind of surprised by the results. Um, A lot of, so I asked what things you needed courage in your life for, and we had results all over the place. It was everything from concurrent learning takes courage or to really have the courage to do what is best for me, to work from home or work as a mom, making time for myself. Yeah. some of those things that I wouldn't have necessarily have lumped in the category of requiring courage, but it just kind of goes to show that we're all different and what might take courage for for you, it might be different for me and for things that take courage, you know, and vice versa. So, um, yeah, so I feel like courage is actually an area of discomfort that can serve us really, really well if we can get good at it and not be afraid of it and just be willing to be courageous. Yes, so today we're going to be talking about Getting, at last week, we kind of just kind of piggybacking off of last week. We want to get so comfortable with being uncomfortable, mm-hmm. so good at it, that this is, becomes more of second nature to you. That instead of, you know, having courage in the face of fear is not necessarily something that's incredibly natural. And we want to practice and work on that and transform our fear into courage. The one place where I feel like I practiced this uh, most obviously in my life was when I first started podcasting. And I was so terrified to create content and then like publish it that I remember just like having a visceral, like physical response to just 
hitting the button to publish something. And it terrified me. And I remember the first time I ever did it, and I had told, I hadn't told a soul that I'd published anything yet, but just the fact that I had published it, like, it was kind of panicky inducing for me. It was so scary. And every week when I would go to record an episode, um, I would have to like kind of psych myself up about it and be like, okay, okay, you can do this. And, um, and over time, as I practiced kind of being courageous every, every week, um, it did start getting a little bit more, I get, got a little bit more comfortable with that discomfort. And I feel like it has served me in, in other areas of my life where, where courage is useful. Yes, well... I've been podcasting with you. We've been doing this together for almost a year. And I have just recently had the experience with where I tell people that I have a podcast. We just got a Facebook page. <laughs> I haven't even officially posted it like on my Instagram. Um, I've only kind of told like close friends and family members because it is, it's scary. It, there's some fear there. So yeah. that's actually, before we even start, I'm gonna make a goal of posting about this a podcast on our Instagram, it's not that I'm not proud of it. It's not that this isn't something amazing that I love doing. Yeah. And I'm sure that's how you feel, but it takes courage. Yeah, because all of a sudden you're like, what if people have thoughts about me? Which <laughs> they will. What if people are going to judge? What if they think, judge. That, yeah, this isn't good. I, I remember announcing it to my family and even saying that, like, I know you might judge me and think this is really stupid and you totally can and I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, I had to, like, say that. <laughs> I'm just going to preemptively put that out there. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, one of the quotes that we found, which I absolutely love, this is from Nelson Mandela, and he says, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. So, in order to have courage, you have to have fear. And we all have fear. They go together. They go together. Fear takes it into courage. But we want to triumph over that fear through courage. So we're going to talk about today about transforming our fear into courage. So that's actually our first takeaway today. First takeaway. For the mind is just having that understanding or that mindset that I, I can transform my fear into courage. We, we know fear is essential to have courage. If you didn't have fear, you wouldn't need the courage to overcome your fear. If you didn't have the fear of standing up and talking in front of people in a public forum, you wouldn't need the courage to get up on stage and do that. If you didn't have the fear of you know, losing the soccer game, you wouldn't need the courage to step out onto the field. You have to have fear to have courage. You can, so you can transform that fear, that feeling, into courage. One of the things that I've learned from taking th- doing things that take some courage, whether it's speaking or whether it's you know publishing something or whatever it is, even even just for me, it takes courage sometimes to initiate a conversation. Or we had that whole list from the survey. Yeah, making time for myself or to do what's best for me. Whatever it is, it takes courage. If we are living in a place of of fear around those things, um, then it can be really debilitating, right? Like it'll halt us. And then, and at the same time, if we can shift it into courage and doing that, there's always a payoff. So that's like my favorite thing about courage is that when you do sort of step into whatever it is, like you do have that conversation or you do whatever it is, there is sort of this, I don't know if it's endorphins necessarily, but maybe like for me, I feel like I have felt that sort of this little rush of like, yeah, look what I did. Like I feel kind of proud of myself for feeling the fear and doing it anyway. I feel a little bit of that rush, kind of that um, adrenaline kind of kicks in, but then at the end of it, I feel a release and kind of a peace as well. Yeah. Like, okay, I did that. 
I transformed my fear into courage and I was able to experience that and it helped me in a way that I didn't anticipate, right? And like you were talking about with the podcast, the more that you do something, the more that you put yourself out there, the more that you're vulnerable, the more that that courage, acting on that courage will pay off. Right, and it just becomes a little bit less scary, just a little bit, yes. like incrementally, maybe just a little bit less scary, but that doesn't mean you ever stop feeling it. Um, but it just gets, a, you just get a little more familiar with it and you're like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah, so seeing that fear, being able to transform it into courage, so not acting from fear, but taking that and transforming that fear into courage and acting from the place of courage, knowing that there's an amazing payoff at the end. Yeah. Maybe small, maybe super small, but <laughs> I mean, I think even the smallest thing can be amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's really sort of just an internal payoff where you can feel, where you do feel kind of proud of yourself. Like you I, stepped I, out I, of your I, comfort zone. I did what I felt like I wanted to do. I felt, you know, I did something that was scary and proud of myself. Yes, you pushed yourself. Yeah. It always feels good to challenge yourself. Yeah. Right? Okay, so for the mind, I can transform my fear into courage. Adopt that mantra. Think that in your head. All right, so for the body, this is the one that I kept wanting to jump ahead to because apparently really, it's my really, favorite really excited one. to talk about excitement today. <laughs> <laughs> so, transport in order to transform fear into courage, like I mentioned, the excitement thing is I think really useful um, because fear and excitement can feel very similar. I feel like it's a pretty, it's not a very big bridge to cross to try and find excitement, so to speak, when you're feeling kind of afraid. Like you kind of be like, okay, how how can this be exciting instead of scary? And um, I think about you know, uh, like a, I remember watching my son's lacrosse team before they had a game or a tournament and they would all put their sticks together in a big huddle in a circle and they would jump and they would chant and they would do these things that like brought up their excitement and kind of brought them into their body. And I feel like there's, you know, you did stuff like that in cheer. I know mm -hmm. a lot of different examples, like before you've got something, like if you do something physically, uh, sometimes that really helps to kind of shift your energy into that excitement, whether it's music and dancing or whatever it is mm -hmm. to kind of hype yourself up. Oh yeah, on my on our way to our kids, my kids soccer tournaments, we all we have this certain playlist playlists that we always play as loud as we possibly can. My kids like sing along to it and they kind of like jump around yeah. and get all excited and I think it really it does. It just gets you into your body. It helps again transform that fear into excitement and you know, kind of get you ready to just like make that courageous step. Yeah, kind of gets the jitters out. Like a lot of times before we record, you guys have seen High School Musical, we do the nah. <laughs> <laughs> Which feels kind of ridiculous, but also, and you think it would help me so I don't mince my words so much? It does not help me so I don't mince my words. Maybe I need to start saying like the rain in Spain. Aluminum linoleum. All of those things, but it does. It kind of takes that energy in my body that is, you know, nerves and a little bit of fear and it helps immediately transform it into a preparation to take a courageous step. Yeah. So even if, so maybe you're not in a place where you can turn on music or you can jump around or hype yourself up. Um, another option is to just sort of stand a little taller. Just shift your your position in your body. Um, we've talked about this before, but the physical posture of your body can influence the chemical responses in the body, the hormones that are being released, all of the things. So even just sort of a simple posture shift or a power pose in a way. I've done I always that. giggle when Michelle, power calls, pose. Michelle says power pose. I'm always like, <laughs> she makes I, I always think of like the Care Bear stare with like your Superman <laughs> situation. However, really, if you kind of pull your shoulders back a little bit and pull your, you know, abs in and just kind of 
power pose. Power pose. <laughs> Fine, Michelle, power pose. Superhero pose. Sounds a little it, bit less nerdy. <laughs> but if you can do that, I really think that it helps shift the energy. Yes. Yeah. And for sure, bring, for sure bring a smile to your face. Because now whenever you think about doing that, you're going to feel like an idiot, which is going to give you a little bit more courage because you're going to realize that the entire world is full it, of people that do it, that. It just brings some levity, some lightness. Um, it just It's just that energy shift that's yes. really powerful. It is. So, okay, so, so hop on into your body. Get into your physical form. You know, breathe, shake, whatever you need what to do. What was the song? <laughs> breathe. Uh, shake. Uh, I don't know. I go. Breathe. What's the middle one? I don't know. Breathe, stretch, shake, and let it go. There you go. That's what it is. From last week. Anyhow. Any of those things. Okay. okay. On to our purpose. Well, so for the body, transforming your fear into courage through excitement. Use your body. Okay. Michelle finally got to use excitement. <laughs> I'm so excited. She's so excited about excitement. <laughs> okay. Oh, we're dorks. Okay. Um, On to purpose. the purpose. I can transform my fear into courage through trust. Okay. So we've all heard in the scriptures and that the Lord will make weak things become strong. And in this case, our weak thing is fear. Yeah. Yeah. When we experience fear and we just kind of are really in that space of fearfulness um, and many times it might feel very appropriate and legitimate. And I'm not saying, you know, we're not saying like you should never feel fearful, um, but sometimes if it's not useful at all, um, you know, of course, then let's try and shift it if that's you know, feels appropriate. Yeah, I mean, there are obviously times in your life where you really do need fear. And what we talked about, you have to have fear to have courage to accomplish some of these things. That's an um, essential catalyst. And you need fear, you know, if you're trying to run away from bears, then fear is pretty important. <laughs> there are definitely things in your life. Fear is a useful emotion and it tells you something. However, sometimes it doesn't serve you. And in the situation that we're kind of talking about where you're trying to accomplish something or you're trying to put yourself out there, you're trying to have a level of vulnerability, all of these survey answers that we got felt very appropriate to change your fear into courage. And this way is trusting through um, our heavenly parents. So when you truly feel like you're going to be okay, when you truly have that confidence that there's, there's a bigger plan and that you can have some perspective, even if in the moment it's something really um, challenging. If, if you have that trust in the Savior or trust in, in God, um, it's sort of like you know that there is safety. And so that's where, that's where the trust comes in here, is just understanding and believing or having that faith that there is safety for you, there is peace. Um, for you. It's, it's sort of like, um, just like the example of if you're like on a tightrope and there's a net underneath you. Um, yes, it's still scary to walk on the tightrope, but you have a net. And that's, you know, the support and the, the safety of, of the Savior. Another kind of trust also is just being able to trust yourself, honestly. And that helps, I feel like, cultivate courage as well. Because if you know that know what your intentions are you know that regardless of the outcome that you feel right about doing whatever it is that you're doing um and you you have your own back then that help it's that kind of trust as well that can help you step into your purpose and so i feel like that trust element is very connected to our purpose when it comes to using our courage yes and it helps you to 
really know, knowing who you are, for me, knowing that I am a daughter of heavenly parents, like that helps me have the trust, kind of like you were talking about, like the net. But then I think the tightrope for me in that scenario is my trust in myself and being yeah. able to say like, hey, I know this and I know what I'm doing and I have this support if I need it, but also I can do this and I can trust in myself and I can trust that I'm making the correct choices for me and that I am doing what is best and serving me most in my life. I feel like it's connected to our, our intuition and being able to trust, trust our intuition. I believe all of us have intuition and the opportunity to receive assistance from unseen help and, you know, our heavenly parents and our savior and, you know, in other ways. And it's just uh, when we can have that trust. Mm -hmm. Um, to take one step and then the next step and the next step. Um, yeah, knowing that, you know, that we can trust our intuition. I think that that's super powerful. Um, one thing that I realized some years ago that has been a huge, huge help to me, and I feel like it applies here, is having that trust in myself um, is sort of a version of being kind to myself even. And I've realized that um, because I believe that we're part of a plan, that is set up for our success ultimately. Um, it's helped me to find more kindness towards myself because I know in the end, like this is set up for our success. Like we're part of a plan that's set up for our success. And even though we're humans and for sure it's gonna be rocky and bumpy and we're gonna be, you know, have ups and downs, like ultimately it's set up for our success in the end. And, um, and that way, you know, I do have more trust and kindness towards myself because when I make mistakes, it's like, oh yeah, that's part of this too. And I don't have to berate myself or punish myself or, you know, I can, I can have that kindness mm -hmm. and compassion. I love that you were talking about trusting your own intuition. I think that it's easier said than done a lot of the time because I think in our cultural and in society and just the way that, you know, you raise children, I think about my little kids and how for now they're taught to listen to me. I show them what to do. I tell them don't do that or do this or this is the best for you and they lead and they listen and then my older kids are getting a little bit older and they're starting to have a little bit more of their own, you know, decisions of like is this is this right for me is this not? They're kind of starting to leave the nest a little bit, not really, but you know what I mean? Like take their own steps. Yeah. And I think that the older we get and the more we're out in our own world and the more that we're able to make our own decisions, it's still scary and you still have this fear of not being able to make that correct decision. I mean, wouldn't it be so nice if I just turned to my parents and they could still say, oh, this is the best decision for you or this is the thing that you right. should be doing or that's exactly what it is or hey, church leader, what do you think about this? And having them, you know, tell you exactly what's best yeah. for you. And that's not really going to serve you. That's not how it's supposed to be. But it's hard to step away from that. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of a big thing. So maybe you need the courage for that. Maybe you need the courage to be able to step into um, your own intuition, into what is right for you. Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes that might mean something different that means that you get to take different pieces and things of the things that you've learned and you get to apply them to you individually. 
Well, and I think this is very relevant. I love that you bring this up because a lot of the things that we've learned might not even have been explicitly taught to us. They're just things that we've picked up along the way or have been offered to us, not necessarily even verbally, but just through um, actions and attitudes and things like that, that we've somehow kind of begun to carry. And somebody used an analogy, I don't know if I heard it from you, of like we had this garden it's right? from Emily Nagoski. Is that his uh-huh. friend? That's We've had all from. these parts of our garden that have been kind of planted for us, and a lot of them might be really good things, and some of them maybe not so great things. But then as you get older, it's like, okay, now you get the opportunity to decide what goes in your garden and how much of it and what stays and what doesn't go. And so, yeah, as you, as you grow into maturity, it does require as an adult to then um, hopefully, you know, if you're using sort of um, the skills to sort of edit your own beliefs and edit your own thoughts um that's how i feel like we actually make progress is to be like hold on i grew up kind of thinking these things and this part of it i like but this part just doesn't sit right and you know being able to sort of self-assess and use your intuition to be like i think this is really right for me Mm -hmm. um is really powerful and that might take a lot of courage and trust yes and the point is it's your garden it's you and you have to have the ability to trust yourself to, um, I mean, for me, to trust my heavenly parents and what I have been given, because if I trust them, then I feel like it lets me trust myself a little bit more Mm -hmm. because I know that they created me and I know that they've given me, that they believe in me and they've given me everything I need to overcome my fear, to transform that into courage and to take control of what happens in my life to me, to decide what serves me best and what beliefs I have. Um, Okay, President Uchtdorf. Um, he's a leader in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Just a wise man. I really just love him. Yeah, if, she always says, if, if we were voting for clergy, she would vote for him. Yes, he'd have my vote. <laughs> I love him so much. If we're voting for the next prophet, I'm not sure if this is blasphemous or not, but if we're voting for the next one, he has my vote. Okay. We don't vote. Um, we don't vote. That's we not how it vote. works. <laughs> but really, I would because I love, I would campaign for him. <laughs> I love this man. Okay. <laughs> Um, so he said, God will take you as you are right now at this very moment and begin to work with you. All you need is a willing heart, a desire to believe and a trust in the Lord. Trust. And that to me is, sums up courage so well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love that quote so much because I feel like so many times we think we should be different than we are right in this moment. We think we should look a different way or think a different way or be a different way. And I, I see this a lot when I'm teaching classes where people be like, oh, I'm just not flexible enough or I'm not strong enough. And I'm like, you're exactly as flexible as you're supposed to be right now. You're exactly as strong as you're supposed to be right now. And I think that just that thought of like, oh yeah, I guess maybe that is true. Like I, I, I shouldn't be more flexible. There's lots of reasons why I'm not, you know, or I shouldn't be more strong. I think that that just helps with kindness and then trust, um, knowing that God will take you right now at this very moment and begin right where you are. I just love that so much. Um, another quote. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, for me, my inner talk was, I shouldn't be this nervous to tell people. I shouldn't mm. have this fear of telling people that we spend so much time and effort into this podcast, mm. that we're cultivating this, that yeah. we're creating this. I shouldn't feel that way. Maybe I should because now I get to put my money where my mouth is and I really get to be courageous and everyone who listens will know if I'm courageous or not because you'll see it on social media whether we've shared it. <laughs> and if we haven't, then you know that we didn't take our own advice. There you go. So there you go. So maybe that's exactly why um, I should be nervous about this. Another quote that I love, and I'm not sure who this person is who said it, 
Anaisnin. Anaisnin, yeah. I don't, I'm I not love sure this who one. this person is, but um, this person said that life shrinks, oh, this way, shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. So if you think about it, if we hold back and just decide to stay safe and stay quiet, stay hidden, don't try to you know, rock the boat in any way, not try to access intuition for ourselves, just kind of follow the marching orders that we somehow believe we should be doing or whatever, um, our life is going to sort of shrink. And at the same time, if we're willing to be a little bit courageous, if we're willing to create new relationships, if we're willing to, you know, try something or listen to our intuition. Um, Initiate a conversation. Yes. Someone said, do a kind deed. Um, this person said, speak up for what you believe in. Smile at a stranger. Taking um, their kids out of school. Pulling kids out of school. Whatever it is that takes courage, um, you're going to, f you can feel your life expand. So shrink or expand in proportion to one's courage. I think that that's a really cool visual for me. It also makes me feel of your, if you don't have courage and if you're not willing to be vulnerable and to um, take a step forward in some of these ways, then you're not going to grow. When you mm -hmm. talked about like shrinking and expanding, I feel like there's no growth there. Yeah. Well, okay, Marianne Williamson, read that one. Ooh, this is a good one. Okay, Marianne Williamson, who I also love. She says, it takes courage to endure the sharp pains of self-discovery rather than choose to take the dull pain of unconsciousness that would last the rest of our lives. Dull pain of unconsciousness that Ooh. would last the rest of our lives. Dang, I'd rather have a sharp pain of self-discovery rather than a dull pain of unconsciousness. So, mic drop. Be courageous. Boom. Okay, here we go. To recap, for your mind, thinking, I can transform my fear into courage. And for the body, Michelle. I can transform my courage into, no, I can transform my fear into courage through excitement. And then for the purpose, I can transform my fear into courage through trust. Okay, right. Michelle, shout it out loud challenge. Which one of these are you kind of concentrate on? Oh, why do I not plan this in advance? Okay, I I like the body one. That's my favorite. <laughs> I just like to be excited, I guess. I do like to be excited. <laughs> Excitement for me is a much easier emotion to turn to um, than a lot of other emotions. So and really, I feel like being able to use that as a catalyst to transform my fear into courage, to triumph yeah. over that, that's a good one. It is. And you know what? Truthfully, I feel like the mind one kind of has to be in place for you to even do the body one. It's true. So like really, you kind of have to already believe that. Really, you have to choose A and B or A and C here, team. Mm -hmm. So Michelle, are you going to choose A and B? Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to go A and C. Okay. I'm going to go, I can transform my fear into courage through trust. I'm working really hard on being able to trust myself, on having um, my voice be the loudest one I listen to, on really giving myself a voice. Yeah. in my life and um, I think that will help a lot. That takes courage. It does. It totally does take courage to trust your own intuition and to follow that. Yeah, very and good. really both of our Shout It Out Loud challenges are going to be for you to look for us to share this podcast on our social media. So um, I'm going to post it and I'm going to Instagram it and it's going to be great and we're going to own it. And yes, so we sure will. We will. Courage right here. Deepening the, the discomfort. All right. Courage.
Okay, we hope you all Thanks have. Thanks for being here. Yes. Oh, and I'm so thankful for so many people that have come to our Instagram and continued yes. the conversation there. It's been so fun to interact there. You guys, I love connecting to you through that. So Michelle and I get to connect over this podcast, and obviously you hear us talk back and forth every week, but our chance to connect with you is through social media because you can come in and be a part of the conversation. We can see your comments and your direct messages, and I am absolutely loving it. So thank you. Thank you so much for come, sharing Come us find us. We'll see you Instagram there. Instagram stories. Guys, yeah. you're really showing up, and oh, holy cow, it totally just made our week. Love you. Mwah. See you next Wednesday. Bye. Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode and invest in yourself. We truly believe confident, caring women like you are changing the world.